0: In today's episode, once again, we're speaking to the amazing Laura Lee King. Laralee is an international best-selling author in Empowered Women in Business and Thrive and Prosper in 2022. She became Unstoppable Woman in Finance in September 2022, and she has been a certified financial planner for 25 years, specializing in retirement planning. She's described as a holistic wealth strategist, and today we're talking to her about the five keys to abundance. Let's speak to Laurelie and find out. I'm your host, Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Khan, your Money Mindset Expert. And once again, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the charming, Lauralee Kenny. Welcome, Lauralee. Oh, Lorelei, Thanks. as I like to call you. <laughs> well,
1: hello, and thank you for having me again. It's such a pleasure and a treat. I'm just so
0: honored and, and grateful to, uh, to be here with you and Thanks. have a little chat. Thank you so much. We had such a fantastic conversation on, on Friday Feature. But once again, I, you know, people have heard how amazing you are, Laurelie. So tell everybody in your own words what it is that you do. Well, I get to help people take care of their
1: finances. And in two of the steps in doing that is eliminating their debt, if there is any. And the majority of people have that issue and set up a nest egg for themselves. And if anybody has not heard that term, that just means that they're putting money away, they're investing for the future so that, you know, they, they're able to do things when they're not working their nine to five or whatever it is that
0: they're working at. Wonderful. And so today we're talking about the five keys to abundance. And so let's get straight into this, Laurie. What is the first key to abundance? Well, this was something I had to learn the hard way. Like
1: many of us, I had to learn to love myself first, mm. take care of me, just like the stewardess always tells you on the plane to put our own oxygen mask on first
2: mm-hmm. before
1: we could take care of other people because we can't, we can't give from an empty cup. Yep. So that was really interesting for me because I grew up being the nurturer, looking after other people and... That was my trade itself anyway. But once you're a mother, the kids come first all yeah, the time. All the time. With a Grammy, which I adore being a Grammy, they're kind of shoved farther ahead. So it was really interesting to me that I had to learn that on my own. It seemed so simple, but I had to. And my son could not believe it when they had their first grandchild. He thought I was going to quit financial planning and run to Fredericton, which is 45 minutes to an hour, each way every day, and babysit. And I said, I've got news for you. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> it was too funny because he, he said, but you've always said you wanted to be a grandmother before you were a mother. And I said, that's so true. But that doesn't mean it's that I'm doing that. It's my time for me to enjoy my life and do what I want to do for a change. So for me, that was my first goal. I wow seems so simple to other people, but women seem to understand that a lot more than men do.
2: Yes.
0: Oh my God! Absolutely, and love thyself, but not from a conceited, conceited oh no, no. point of view, but from the unconditional loving yourself from true unconditional love point of view. That I love myself just because I am who I am, and I really. Like all my nooks and crannies, and my imperfections, and my perfections, mm-hmm. whatever you know, you know how you wouldn't see it, you know we the, the things about ourselves we love and things about ourselves we don't love, but we have to really accept ourselves in that our totality of who we are, and and of course we can work on improving ourselves. Of course, but there's no denying that there's you know we're constantly work in progress, but. Really loving ourselves. Only then do we truly allow ourselves or feel worthy enough of for abundance. I think this is the key. So I'm glad you said that as, as a as a first as a first key to abundance. So what's the second key then? Well, this was interesting to me too because I'm a very optimistic person.
1: I attempt to to be that way and see. I've been told that I go through life with rose colored glasses on, <laughs> and sometimes I need glasses because there are a lot of tears behind there. <laughs> that that. You know, you try to hide and stuff. Mm. But it was interesting to me when it was pointed out to me. One, I didn't know how to accept a compliment,
2: mm.
1: and I didn't realize that mm. until people kept pointing it out to me. Oh, for God's sake, Lauri, say thank you and move on. Mm. You know, I, you know, they say, oh, I love the way you dress," and I dressed in suits and dresses for work. Mm. Um, unless it was appropriate that for some people that I met, I didn't want them to feel out of place. I might dress down a little bit, but i love to dress up Mm. because I didn't get to dress up as a kid. Um, so I I love doing that. And I would say, oh, this old thing. Oh no, no, I've had this forever or whatever. Or if they compliment me on something else, I didn't know to say thank you and smile and say, yes, I love it too. Or thank you so much. I appreciate that you said that. I I felt very awkward saying it. Mm. And as you teach us all the time, yep. that if we're not open to receiving any compliments, even how are we open to receiving anything else? Exactly. And what I found that for many years, I would say, well, I can't afford that. Mm. I'm never going to do that. No, not. Nah. Universe doesn't have a sense of humor. He just hears certain, the universe hears certain things. And so it it was interesting. Probably, I don't know how many years ago I said, I've got to stop saying I'm not going to do this. I'm never going to do that because lo and behold, I end up doing it. Mm. And I was, I I was aware that that was going on, but I didn't understand why, Mm. or just saying, I can't afford this to, to instead to say, well, that's not a priority right now. I can do that later on when I decide to. Right now, I've chosen something else. This is my way I'm going to do it. So I really had to work on that. And that was may sound simple for some people, but there were certain words. And there's quite a list of words that um, I share with people. Somebody else, a a lovely uh, teacher by the name of Christy Whitman, has a free program. And I share that with people and say, Follow this for 30 days and watch your words. And, and she explains what to say instead. And it, it's really eye opening. I, I really, that well, most people don't think that has anything to do with finances, but it has a lot to do with many other things. As you know,
0: of course it does. I mean, You know, so, so let me understand what is, so what you're saying in the second key, watch our words and see how we talk about money or talk about things about ourselves. Anything, Mm. anything, not just money, but I really,
1: especially with money, Mm. but it's just not even realizing that we're not being open to receiving and Mm. we're not talking positive to ourselves because we want to be in an abundant mindset, not a negative mindset. Agreed. Agreed.
0: I think this is this is truly, truly a key to understanding what your internal dialogue is about everything. Um, I always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you don't believe you're, uh, you know, you're good enough for the promotion, you're not good enough for money. If you're not good enough to receive compliments because you can't receive them, you cannot, you know, you cannot actually receive from the bottom of the heart, then you do not believe you're worthy of receiving money. As simple as that. So it's it's a way to understand your deep subconscious beliefs around about yourself, what you're worthy of and who you are. And our words, our internal dialogue gives a clear indication of that. Not when we're, you know, when we're busy trying to think positive, you know, because we read the book, Think and Grow Rich, or, you know, Mm -hmm. the book by Bob Proctor, You Were Born Rich. It's those moments when we catch ourselves off guard, when we're doing something mundane, like driving a car or washing the dishes or something, that you catch yourself having this negative internal dialogue. You're like, huh? that's what i'm thinking about myself that's not true that's yeah. that's not how i want to think and this is where you first point is being aware of the fact that you are talking that way because most people are not aware by the 95 of the world's population is unaware that they are negatively talking to themselves about their lives and, the, and what they're creating in their lives but once you become aware then you have to change that internal dialogue i think that's step yeah. two so uh, that's amazing so that's step that's key number two so what's third key to abundance
1: Well, it's, I just got to show you a couple of tools that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very much into upcycling and that's Mm -hmm. more for the planet. It's not because I just wanted to, and I used to be proud of being frugal and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I realized that that was more of, that's a more lack mentality. You might say, yeah, it is. Right. But what I did, I, I want, I took, I've had, because of my years in, um, in the mm-hmm. cosmetic industry, they used to do nameplates for you for different things. So I took them, and the, as the first one you saw, I, and I put these around for myself.
0: And I, I love them. those. I
1: if love I'm those. having yeah. And an issue some days, I look over and say, Lorley, your success is just absolutely guaranteed. It's even written in the Bible." You can't. Not, I don't put that on there. Yeah, you can't. How can you, know, that that you question that? Right. Yeah. And the other one. You know, if things aren't working out for me right now, just look at that and say, okay, what what do I want? What would I love to have instead? Mm. And go back to your goals, which of course we're writing our goals mm-hmm. all the time and being focused on them because what we focus on, Gross. we become very aware of.
2: Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden it'll materialize. And yep. this, especially this past year, the amount of things that I never thought was even on my radar would happen. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful snowball effect of different things going, one leading to the other, to the other. Me on a podcast, that was never on my list of goals to do. And I do podcasts all the time now. And okay. I even have people, Lorley, it's time you did one. I'm like, I need another job. Do I really? But you know what? I think it might happen. I, I, now, this time, I, I, I do want to get into a little bit of something for for a, a key thing that I want people to realize that there is some things um, that they can put into practice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And to me, one of, <laughs> I love the laws of the universe. Mm. And Albert Einstein has told us that he considers compound interest should be classified as the eighth wonder of the world. Yes. And it was so interesting. I I was fascinated and I wish they taught this in school because you could take from a certain age talking about how much money, little amount of money you would need to put away and compounding it, what you would end up with. And it's just astonishing to start so young and It's like, I do a 9% return. I don't do this foolish 12% rate of return on investments because let's face it, that doesn't
0: happen on a regular basis. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundance.com mindset scenes see you inside the workshop when i got into the industry before it was too funny
1: before the year 2000 i got in 1998 you could throw a dart at a board that had funds on it in fact they did this with a monkey and to throw in the dart i mean we had tech stocks doing three three digit returns mm. i mean one of them that doesn't even exist right now was doing 112 percent return wow per year it was Nortel anyway mm-hmm. it just it was crazy what was going on and of course the bubble burst yep yeah, which happens you know you you can't just go zoom like that forever or everybody be doing it so anyway it, it was fascinating to me to think like I'll just give you most 20 year olds won't do this mm-hmm. but if you could get a 20 year old to put 155 dollars away a month and did that till he was age 65, he's only put $83,000 plus away. But guess what? He's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Like that's not any amount of money yeah. at all. And if they do this for for us in Canada, we, we do our RSPs for a registered retirement savings plan. Different countries have different terms yeah. for it. We put money away and based on your income, you can get a percentage back. Now, if you're really smart, and the average person probably in Canada right now is in a 45% income tax bracket. So if they put $1,000 away, they're going to get $450 back on income tax. That's less, $450 less that they have to pay on income tax. And there there's a ratio that they're allowed to do. It's 18% of their last year's income minus if they happen to be lucky enough to have a pension. Now, if they're really smart, and I will admit, we hardly ever did this, but you take, if you're able to do this without any concern, you take back what you get back from income tax and reinvest that. And that makes it grow exponentially.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, allowing, um, investing every dime, every dollar into, um, into an investment fund and allowing it to grow and compounding, it's, it, that's when the magic happens. We, we're familiar with that. Oh, yeah. yes. And it's a
1: double-edged sword this compounding Mm. because the biggest elephant in the room for most people is the credit card debt. Yes. And it can grow so fast if you're not paying it off all the time. Mm. And I will admit that there's been times in my life that we've used credit cards debt and not been able to pay it off the full amount every month. And I know I spend a lot more when I use my credit card Mm. than I do with cash. And it was interesting, many years ago, I used to be so, at first I was so excited when I got a paycheck when I was a teenager, because I was like, this is money I can spend on myself. I can buy clothes and I, and I spent it all, absolutely every penny, but I spent it on clothes mainly and school supplies. And I had paid that part of my bill. I never asked my parents from the age of grade eight Mm -hmm. to pay for my school supplies or clothing. If they gave me something that was wonderful, but I don't remember them doing it because there were so many behind us that needed extra help. So to me, I thought I was helping out. But I remember my dad growling at me that I never had any money put away. He said, save half of what you earn. I'm like, I don't think you're doing that. There's no way you've been able to do it. But it's like they say, do as I say, not as I do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Now, he went on later on in life to do exceptionally well in business Mm. exceptionally well so far so much so that he hasn't worked in 33 years Mm. and not many people could say that but that is the the big elephant in the room for most people is the compounding interest on the credit card
0: unfortunately it it can work work in your favor it can work against you depending on you have to be aware of it you can use it in your favor if you invest but if you're using yeah. credit card debt, and especially if it's bad debt, you're not actually using it to, you know, to for funding your investments and so forth. Then you are. I mean, that's this a whole new uh, the discussion. Then you are using the compounding interest against yourself, and you have to be very careful with that. So that's yeah. That's, that's the third. That's key. number four. Oh, that's
1: number four. Sorry, uh, four, yeah. yeah. Um. But I will just uh, tell you a quick little story. And this was before I knew any amount of stuff whatsoever. Mm. Before I got into investments, my husband and I went to buy a house and (laughs) we can remember telling his parents and my parents and his parents says, we're not giving you any money to put down on the house. And we're like, we weren't asking. We were just telling you we're we're buying a house. Mm. And they were like, oh, that's good. Because Don't expect any money from us because they knew what ed made and they knew that i wasn't working i was at home with the two children so they knew that we didn't have that much but when we said what well, we had the down payment in fact we had twenty-five houses were a lot cheaper back then of and course. where we lived it was a lot cheaper we actually had 25 percent to put down on our house uh, on our mortgage and i think they almost faded on that because they knew. again i still like to spend money but I was, I automated things so that we could do, do certain things. Anyway, uh, we went to go to the bank and the bank said, oh, you're here for a mortgage. Okay. 25 year mortgage is this amount of money. Mm. And I looked at I got really upset. I was like, oh my God, I had this vision that I've shared with you before that I was not going to live past a certain age. And I wasn't at that age, but I was scared to death. So I was so upset. I left the bank. So we had to make another appointment, go back in. So they started again. And I said, you can forget about that um, 25-year mortgage. There's no way I'm doing that. So I asked them what a 20-year mortgage was. And they went, well, we don't normally do a 20-year mortgage. I said, please just tell me. Mm. And they knew that we had a certain amount down, but they weren't even thinking that. Anyway, $5 more per month for the mortgage to go from 25 years to 20 years. Oh, wow. They didn't even look. So I sat there and I went, how much is it for a 15-year mortgage? they went, no, 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 Lord, you, you can't handle that. No, no, no. It was $25 is all it was more per month. Now, we didn't have the tax bill and the insurance bill included in this bill. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that back then, which they do now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I said to them, I said, what is it for a 10-year mortgage? Oh, you can't get a 10-year mortgage. I said, that wasn't my question. I wanted to know what a 10-year mortgage was. hmm they looked at it, and it was $50 more per month. I said, that's what I want. They said, but you can't have it. I said, no, no, you can't give it to me.
2: Mm.
1: I think I'll go someplace else that might give it to me. Now, what ended up happening should never have happened, but it did. We go home. We go to a different bank. Our local bank calls this other bank. Well, we went into the bank. and They said, do you want to come back and talk to us about the market? I went, no, no, I got what I wanted someplace else. And they said, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. And they said, where'd you go? And I just answered abruptly, not even thinking that's none of their business. Hmm. They called the bank and asked if uh, we had applied for a loan for a mortgage. And they were told, yes. In fact, it was all approved. They called us back and I wanted it. I thought if they if they want my business, they got to do something extra. So I asked them for something extra. In addition, I wanted them. I wanted it locked in for 10 years which is, the interest rates were 8%, if you can imagine back then, mm. um, which they would die today if it was 8%. But anyway, guess what? We got it because I asked. Mm. I bluffed, but I asked and I got it.
0: And that's the power And how funding. I got
1: it was because I had a small business and somebody that worked in the banking industry told me that I could apply for a collateral loan. Now, collateral loan is very, very dangerous for some people you miss one payment and you've lost it. And I said that's what I want. They said no, you don't want that. I said yes, that's what I want. I did get it and we were fine because we made sure that we were going to be fine. Mm. But anyway, sometimes just asking for some different things. And that that kind of ties in a little bit with my fifth fact. I know you're shocked about this. <laughs> Brazen little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um Bob Proctor always says, in order for you to know, and this is just allergies going on here, in order for you to know you know, a goal in life, you not have to know where first you have to know where you where you, where are, you are and where you're going. Yeah. What's your goal? Those are the two keys he believes that we need for success. I agree. So those are my five nuggets. Of wisdom my pearls of wisdom wisdom they're not the same for every advisor a lot of times they'll talk about numbers and certain things and i certainly do when i talk to people but i wanted to give some other jewels that they could take though some of this info and incorporate them and you know you can't help everybody take that to the advisor they have and say can you talk to me about this do you have that? I always suggest that my clients have a side gate, find some way to lower our taxes. We we have tax rules and laws in place and use them to the best of our, like to our own advantage. Yeah. Like they're there. The rich do that all the time. Yeah. Just as, you know, for average people to be, to learn that there's rules that they can use too, because we deserve the
0: best too, of course. And our- of course, of course, of course. <laughs> our success
1: so- is guaranteed. Also,
0: so can you give us a quick summary of the five keys to understand? Just in quick summary. Okay.
1: First, I want to love myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I probably don't need to get into no. Just, much just more give me about- yeah, summary. Yeah. So, yeah. first key is love
0: yeah. yourself. What's number two?
1: Number two is watching our words. Okay, watch your words. Okay, number three. Yeah. Well, we kind of combined a, a little bit there about um you know the the laws of the universe itself and and um you know asking for what you want
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh then we talked about uh and that and that our success was absolutely guaranteed your yeah, success is guaranteed want, okay. right yep, yep. right okay
0: that's number three and, and number then then we did we talked about the compounding. That's the one of the, the the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. It can yeah. work in your favor or against you. So you have to be careful yeah. of that. And number five.
1: Well, I I always like
0: to talk about what Bob Proctor would say about the two where you most are. important things. Yes. Where you are Thank and where, you're, where going. you're going. Awesome. Fantastic. Now on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Laurelie, where can we find you? How can we connect with you on the internet? Okay. Well,
1: I have... A, a website that I've, we've just started working on it, but it's there. It's lauraleekennie.com. And my email address is info at com. And I will tell you that if anybody wants, I, I my goal is to give away some freebies for people. And one of the things that helped open my mind very much so was learning to ask for things mm-hmm. And so I do this little recording um, and I have different recordings at different times, but in it, it's a, um, a recording just for you to just sit back and relax. You can play it softly anytime you want, but it's just to open your mind and say that you're welcoming any abundance whatsoever, because we want abundance and health, wealth, and happiness. Mm-hmm. And so just open your mind to be, to receive
0: whatever it is that is in your heart because it's there for us, just for the asking. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So if you are listening to us on a pod, the podcast, the links that Laurie has just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, once again, we'll have the links to Laurie. Do check her out. She is one kick-ass lady and someone I look up to. Thank you so much, Laurie. It's been a fascinating conversation with you. Um, thank you for being such an amazing guest. Thank you. Have a great day and a better tomorrow. And thank you for listening to me and Laureline today. I will be back with another amazing guest finding out how you and I can build a better business so we can have more abundance. Until the next time, I mean, this is Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website,